And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's the deal. All right, you love my coffee. My coffee's amazing. If you haven't had it, you really should get it. I am told, I am. To- this is not ego talking, I am told that there will be bags of my coffee given as gifts this year for Christmas. So here's the deal. I want to give you the best opportunity to get this stuff for your own supply, especially if you've got like family and friends coming into town to celebrate the holidays with you. You want to have a good cup of joe hanging out there, right? You don't want to just feed them, you know, stuff from the store. You want them to have good coffee from Tacoa Coffee. So here's what you do. You go to TacoaCoffee.com, okay? You go there. They have a 2021 sale. You can get 20 ounces for 21 bucks with free shipping. And you can pick the flavor coffees that you want. You can pick the type of grind that you want. So if you're just looking to do whole bean, you can do that. If you have a coffee machine, like a drip machine, you can do that. French press, espresso ground, depends on how you want to do it, okay? But included in the list of amazing coffees from Tacoa Coffee are Casey's Burning Brew and Casey's Dark Side Brew. So you can get one or both of my coffees sent to you at a discount, whether you're going to use them for your own pleasure or you're going to give them out as gifts this holiday season. This is the perfect opportunity for you to save some ducats by going to TacoaCoffee.com. And again, just click on the banner ad on the homepage for the 2021 sale. And you can get yourself 20 ounces of coffee for just 21 bucks. So you get premium coffee that is made right here in Michiana. And my coffees, they were developed in part by me, with the guidance of the professionals, obviously, over at Tacoa Coffee. So, And uh, if I do say so myself, they're amazing. Have I have my own coffee every morning. Go to TacoaCoffee.com. Let them know that I sent you. All right, uh, what else do we have? Yes, the fart heard around the world. Okay. Um, you know what's what's interesting about this? Let's let's back up a little bit. There was a well, there's an allegation that Joe Biden at the climate summit dealio thing that happened here, where a bunch of people who are telling you how to live your life didn't want to follow their own advice. They are saying that, well, there's a rumor. Okay, there's a rumor that Joe Biden pooped himself. No, wait, that was for the Vatican thing. That wasn't my apologies. So the Joe Biden pooped himself, okay? And that's why his meeting with the Pope went too long, all right? Now, flash forward to the climate thing. My apologies, confusing the two events. Flash forward to the climate thing. Now you've got world leaders talking about an excessively loud fart that Joe Biden levied upon the climate summit. So two different events, but it's it's kind of an origin story. If Joe Biden is having these, these epic butt blasts, is it possible that maybe one of those butt blasts went awry when he was, he was at the Vatican? It's, it's, I suppose it is possible. Like I said before, you know, the Joe Biden pooping himself is the most plausible foreign visit conspiracy theory of a, a U.S. official that we've had in at least five years, okay? There's been a lot of crazy ones that are out there, but what I found so interesting about this one is that you've got world leaders out there just openly talking about how he had this massive fart. And potentially, potentially, maybe there was an accident. Don't really know. 
Not sure if there was an accident, but once again, there is this case. And was it the Duchess or something like that was running around and and saying that uh, yeah, yeah, he had a he had a pretty big, pretty big one uh, that was audible. We're told it was audible by many world leaders. That's how that's how bad it was. I'm not going look. Here's the, I'm not going to criticize the man for passing some wind. Okay. It is one of those things that that happens, and you get older, it gets a little bit more difficult to keep those things contained. So I get that. Um, I assume that his wife is probably pushing him towards, you know, the vegan lifestyle, vegan lifestyle, get that leaky gut problem. And, you know, this becomes a bit of an issue. So it's it's entirely possible that, that this has happened. And I'm not trying to make fun of an old man, but we may potentially have an origin story here. But apparently this was a, a very, very big deal <laughs> when the, the world leaders were having their little climate conference. Now, speaking of gas, okay, this is where things get even worse. Uh, what was the price of gas when you rolled in here today, Josh? Did you see it? Like 445 Still at 445 is what it was last week. Well, in the midst of this, while everybody is saying the president doesn't control gas prices, and by and large, this is true. I have been saying this for years while liberals were trying to say that the only reason the price of gas was high was because George W. Bush was trying to make his oil friends rich. And then when prices went even higher under Obama, I kept asking, where, where's all of the news stories about, about Obama making his rich oil friends uh, even richer with higher gas prices? It's funny how those stories just completely disappeared, even though the price of gas was higher. So anyway, there is some truth that the president doesn't control gas prices. However, policy can have a dramatic effect. And people like myself were telling all of you for a long period of time, drill, baby, drill. And the more you drill, the lower the price of gas is going to be. The less reliant on OPEC you are going to be. The less reliant upon Russia, yes, we get gas from Russia, oil from Russia, I should say, the less reliant upon Russia you're going to be. And that is always going to be a a bargaining chip when we're dealing with the international supply of oil. Under Trump, we drilled like we had never drilled before. And what happened? The drill baby drill theory was 100% proven correct. The price of gas went to the lowest that we had seen since I was, I don't know, 18? It was that low. It dropped under a dollar in some places at points in time. It was always in the low ones. So we had these, these low gas prices. I think at the end of, of Trump, it was what, under, just under two bucks ballpark, like 175 to 188, depending on where you were in the country. That was in part because of pipelines, uh, refinery increases, more supply. Do you remember when OPEC and Russia were having this huge oil war in the middle of the Trump administration? Do you remember that? Hey, hey Josh, do you remember the, the havoc that that caused in the United States and how people couldn't drive anywhere and gas was super expensive because because the uh, the oil Arab nations were fighting with Russia about the supply of oil? Do you remember that, Josh? You don't remember that. You know why you don't remember that? Because the U.S. released our own oil supply and we weren't reliant upon those two suppliers. That's why you didn't notice it, Joshy boy. The whole world noticed it. We didn't. Why? Because for the first time in our history, we were energy independent. It took like three months under Biden for us to no longer be energy independent. Think about that. 
For the first time, Trump made us energy independent. So when crap went awry overseas, we were able to up supply domestically. It went to our refineries, and we didn't really feel the pinch. Okay, We felt it a little bit. It was temporary. Every time there was a spike in gas, the news media always ran with, oh, man, gas prices are going up. Trump must be bad on gas. And it was two days later, that price was right back down again. It Without fail, it was always a two-day cycle. And the reason for that is we were making our own oil. We were drilling and drilling. We are down millions of barrels a day in domestic oil production. You realize that? Millions of barrels a day. We have reduced our production that much. Now, couple months, ah, four months ago, I told you that the U.S. had increased its imports from Russia. And I used this as an example of, see, we told you that Biden was going to start doing things that benefited Russia and that Biden was going to start doing things that benefited China. And lo and behold, he's relieved the economic pressure on China. He's relieved the economic pressure on Russia. The U.S. starts importing a lot more Russian oil than we had been doing. And as a result, it was, it was pretty transparent, if you ask me. So we have had these rising gas prices. Remember, he, he killed off Keystone right away. He stopped drilling. He bragged about it. Okay, He bragged about it. They stopped issuing permits on federal land, just like Obama did. They're bragging about it. Friendly reminder, some of the same uh, advisors on energy that are in the Biden administration were in the Obama administration, and they openly admitted during the Obama administration that their goal was to make the price of gas high so you would drive less. That was their goal. They admitted it. It was a public stated policy. They wanted the price of gas to be expensive, so you drove less. And you were forced to buy electric vehicles or hybrid vehicles or what have you. Well, here's a new thing. The Biden administration is considering shutting down the Michigan pipeline, drawing criticism and dire warnings as winter nears. This is the same pipeline, I think, that uh, Governor Whitmer has been trying to shut down. Yeah, we've been talking about that for several months, too. Line five. So Governor Whitmer picks up the phone and says, I keep trying to shut down line five. Uh, I keep getting blocked through the legal process because she doesn't have the authority to shut down line five. We've talked about this on the show before. She keeps trying to do it because she thinks she's a dictator, but she doesn't have the legal authority to do it. So she called up Joe and said, hey, federal government, can you do that for me? And Joe Biden is reportedly considering it. Hey, what do you think is going to happen to the price of gas? We shut down a major oil pipeline here, Joshy boy. That's right. It's going to go through the roof. Go back in time. During the Obama administration, you look up all those energy officials and those Democrats that were in Congress at the time saying the goal was to get the price of gas high so you drove less. I told you that that was going to be a stated policy this time around, too. I know I'm not alone in that. They don't want you to have cheap gas. They hate the idea of you having cheap gas. They want you to drive less. They want you to travel less. They want you to pay a lot more for it. And they want to force you into buying these other new vehicles, these hybrids, these electric vehicles, which for the record, environmental impact assessments say are worse for the environment than your typical internal combustion engine. Of course, they leave that part out. And you're also supporting slavery when you buy electric vehicles. So congratulations on hating human beings, particularly young African children. More coming up, 95.3 MNC.
<laughs> My sales team works for Brandon. Was a uh, comment on the live stream. <laughs> That's good. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Casey Hendrickson here. Hey, don't forget, subscribe on Rumble. Rumble.com slash Casey the host. You can hang out with us on Rumble. And you can also follow me on Telegram at Casey the host on Locals as well. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> yeah, so Biden's considering shutting down another pipeline, which is the Line 5 pipeline in Michigan, which Gretchen Whitmer has been unable to shut down because, again, she doesn't have the legal authority to do it. She keeps trying, though. She definitely keeps trying. So a couple of things on January 6th have developed, and then I will get into a theory about Gavin Newsom. I know you probably don't care, but I assure you this one's worth it. So what has happened is a judge has actually ordered, a judge has ordered um, one of the the January 6th, de, excuse me, detainees, sorry, I got the hiccups, uh, January 6th detainees to be released after, remember when I told you there was an investigation by the U.S. Marshals about um, abuse and civil rights violations of the people who are being held uh, on January 6th? You know, many of them, again, not charged, many of them haven't had a hearing, haven't faced trial or anything like that. Well, it, an investigation did find that there was actually some abuse. And so the the uh, the judge ordered some of the people to get out or to be let out of uh, of jail. And that has happened as a result of that investigation, which for the record is not over yet. Okay, so uh, let me get you the, the release here. A federal judge has just ordered the release of Christopher Worrell, who is being held in a D.C. jail after being arrested earlier this year after a surprise inspection of the facility found what the judge described as deplorable conditions and severe mistreatment of detainees. This is, again, a part of that investigation with the U.S. Marshal Service that I told you about earlier. Due to the findings, U.S. District Judge Royce Lambert said that he has zero confidence that the D.C. jail will provide the treatment correctly and not retaliate against Worrell who has cancer. Uh, so he's fighting cancer, and it was one of the one of the uh, claims was that he was not getting the treatment that he needed. Um, there's uh, another claim that somebody needs surgery, and they're not allowing him to get surgery. Some 400 prisoners are being moved out of the jail after the deplorable conditions were uncovered. Keep in mind, this is the D.C. jail. This is our nation's capital. This is not like backwoods Alabama, as Hollywood would like you to believe. This is supposed to be sophisticated, modernized, compassionate, liberal Washington, D.C. According to CNN, the Marshall's report found that water was being shut off in many cells for punitive reasons, for days at a time. What happened when AOC lied about illegal immigrants being detained at the southern border having to drink toilet water? Remember when she lied about that? You remember the outrage at the news media? You remember? Where's the outrage here? They shut water off to the cells at the D.C. jail for days at a time. Days at a time. Keep in mind, most of these people who are facing charges are facing trespassing charges. That's it. Toilets were clogged. An inmate who had been pepper sprayed was unable to wash the spray off for several days, which led to an infection. Hey, we should do that experiment, Josh. We should, since I sell pepper spray, I should pepper spray you 
and not let you wash it off for several days and see what happens. Just so we can give the audience a visual of what that looks like. I'm sure you'll be fine. It led to an infection. The D.C. Department of Corrections staff were antagonizing detainees and directing detainees to not cooperate with U.S. Marshals during the inspection. If there's one law enforcement agency you don't want to screw with, it's the Marshals. Uh, let's see. The agency said uh, a DOC staffer was observed telling a detainee to, quote, stop snitching. So as the marshals come in for the surprise inspection, the officers are going around and telling the detainees that they are abusing to not snitch on them to the U.S. Marshals. So as a result, the judge ordered one person to be released. They're still looking for for other individuals uh, to be released as the, um, the case continues and the investigation unfolds. Now there is one guy... Uh, who is a part of the January 6th investigation, is now seeking asylum in Belarus. Political asylum in Belarus. Yeah. um, I would like to refer back to the 3 o'clock hour on my 95% factual assessment of the FBI with 5% opinion. Go back and listen to the 3 o'clock hour of the show today. If you missed it, I will be podcasting this, and I will put up a video of at least part of that as well. The first segment, probably. The FBI is no better than Russia's FSB, and there is zero argument against my claim. You have more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. MNC News Time is 531. Time to check out Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. What else can I depress you about today? All right. How about this? Uh, Chris Pratt, you know, the actor who does nothing but make good movies and mind his own business, and he's constantly attacked for it. You know, he's never he's never made a controversial statement. You realize that, right? The only reason that Chris Pratt ever gets attacked is he's Christian. That's it. And so naturally, he has uh, he's broken the rules again in Hollywood. Chris Pratt tried to post a loving message to his wife, Catherine Schwarzenegger, on Instagram this week, but the Tomorrow War star... By the way, did you see Tomorrow War? Good movie. You know what else is really good? Sidebar. You know what else is really good we watched over the weekend? It's been in my playlist for a long time. Greenland. Best apocalyptic asteroid movie ever made. Holy smokes. We got done with the movie, and my wife says, I'm going to have anxiety for two days after that. It was so good. Uh, It's called Greenland. If you haven't seen it, if you like, like, end of the world stuff, definitely check out that movie. Just, sorry, it was a sidebar. Uh, So anyway, uh, Chris Pratt is the Tomorrow War star and said was dragged for seemingly insulting his previous wife, Anna Faris, and their son. On Tuesday, Pratt posted a photo of himself and Schwarzenegger with uh, the caption that read, Guys, for real, look how she's looking at me. I mean, find you somebody that looks at you like that. You know, we met in church. She's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. 
She chews so loudly that sometimes I put in my earbuds to drown it out, but that's love. She helps me with everything. In return, periodically, I open a jar of pickles. That's the trade. Her heart is pure, and it belongs to me, my greatest treasure right next to my Ken Griffey Jr. Upper Deck Rookie Card, which, if you know, you know is saying a lot. It's her birthday in about six weeks, so if I don't get her anything, I'll tell her to look back on this post. Love you, honey. So what exactly was in there that insulted his previous wife and his, his other kid? Nothing. Not a single solitary thing. You know, what a real pile of crap loving his wife. I mean, man, guess I got to guess I got to start hating on my wife publicly to get accepted in today's society, man. Oh, don't get married, apparently. They don't really like that. More coming up, 95.3 MNC.